Now, as you are all well aware, the eviction ban came to an end over the weekend. The search for a new home kicked into gear for thousands of tenants at midnight on Friday. There's many reasons for a landlord deciding to give their tenants a notice of termination, but for those on the other end, it is not an easy task, no matter what the reason in this current housing climate. Our reporter, Josh Crosby, has been out meeting with renters in Dublin to hear about the struggle of finding somewhere to live in 2023. He joins me now in studio. Morning, Josh. Good morning, Anton. I can only assume a minefield. It sure is. Now, look, listeners will be blue in the face of hearing about housing crisis this and eviction ban that, but when you actually go on to some of the rental sites, it, it would make you feel lucky for what you have. Some some of the apartments up there, and when I say apartments, some of these are just a modern-day bedsit. Everything in one room, the washing machine door practically hitting off your bed, the cooker next to that and a little toilet in the corner and all of that for anywhere from 1200 euro a month even more you could opt for a glamorised garden shed literally in someone's garden for two grand now I hate to sound like I'm making light of this situation because I'm not but these are the actual offerings on some of the sites and not only is it this type of accommodation people have to put up with now but it's if they can even get it so I've been around to various viewings meeting with eager eager tenants hoping to find a place I'm going to play a clip now of a man who's originally from Galway but has been living in Dublin for 10 years and Keen is a trainee accountant and I think his story can sum up a lot of what we're going to see over the next few weeks as these evictions really start to take hold a couple of weeks ago when the government said that they were planning to lift the eviction ban, we got a phone call from the landlord straight away to say that um, they'd be putting the house on the market and that they'd be maximum give us six months. So they got the values in last week and I'd say, you know, if they get a good offer in the next couple of months, they'll probably ask us to leave. So. You have to up sticks and leave and yeah, now yeah, you're out viewing. Yeah, so on the renting websites every day, emailing every single day. This is the first reply we got and we just came and looked at it and um, you can see how many people are here, you know. This is, yeah. It's just a queue and like, what are your options now? I suppose, will you be viewing places maybe outside the area that you're used to? Or? I would like to stay in Dublin 7 just because my work is here and I've been here for the last 10 years but um, I just uh, it doesn't look feasible to stay in the area like it doesn't look possible that we're going to get a place here I, I, I don't know like we, we take anything we could get at the minute if it's outside of Dublin you know Meath or Minute or whatever but but in a couple of weeks if they say look you have to leave it would be a case of resorting into family and friends for a few weeks until you tie over yeah look I, I don't know what our options would be if they do get an offer in the house like we, I have a cousin there and I don't know, maybe you'd have to stay with them or maybe with my uncle or... I knew it was going to be like this. I've been renting around Dublin 7 for a few years and it has been difficult, but, I, you know, it's the same for everyone. I think now it's just, it's, it's gotten out of control. It's, and what's uh, the average price now that you're seeing when you're on the websites for, for what you're looking at for? For a studio, one bed, it's minimum 1,200. This is the cheapest one we've seen today, but they can go anywhere up to, you know, 2,500 and... And the rest? Yeah, yeah 2,200. I'm a trainee accountant and this is my girlfriend, she minds kids, but... Uh, it's just, it's way out of our price range. Like, it's not affordable at all at the moment. Extraordinarily difficult for people looking for homes. One of the many renters there, Kean, um, talking about his search for a new home due to the eviction ban. And Josh, you went to see the queues for available properties. How big are they? Okay, so these open viewings can vary in style and size depending on the property and of course the landlord and agency they're dealing with. So I rang several estate agents and many say they don't do open viewings but then are they saying that because I introduced myself from a radio station? Who knows? But a lot of these viewings are served on a first come first serve basis. Then of 
Of course, many of the assailants, if not all, will require the prospective tenants to provide details to even get an appointment. And this is what I found to be one of the most frustrating elements for those in search of a home, is that they'll be sending out emails after emails. You heard Keane say it there, but, but I've been speaking to people who may have sent out hundreds of emails to only get a handful of replied replies. And to be fair, this can't be blamed on the estate agent or the private landlord either, because the pure volume of inquiries they're receiving, it's just it's not feasible to reply to every single person. And that just shows the state of affairs out there. Like I also followed a few Facebook groups for this research, so you'll have different pages set up for renting in Dublin. A lot of be shared accommodation, just offering up a room. Now they literally post up a viewing at such a place, such a time, and then it's a free for all. Then on who will show up? I met one woman at a house viewing in Stony Batter, who's originally from Brazil, but's been living here since 2017. Now Joanne works in finance and has a good steady job, and says time and time again she's finding it harder to get a place. But an interesting thing. Joanne was telling me is that up to now she's been paying her rent in cash and not only her but four of her housemates as well at €1,200 each so you're talking €4,800 in cash for one place now we know if you're from another country living abroad you are more open to being taken advantage of I know myself from living in Australia as bad as it is for someone from Ireland and don't get me wrong I'm not saying their heartache is any less in any way but if you are living in another country you do have fewer supports so Joanne is from Brazil and is desperate to find a place in Dublin this is some of her story I have always to rent a bedroom in someone's house or a landlord and they always come with the oh you guys have to leave because we are selling the house or you guys have to leave for X, Y, Z situation but actually they are just putting people out sometimes to increase this, the, the rent, the rent mm-hmm. to other people. So today now you've just been at a viewing how is it going? Fourth viewing, and it's very hard to get a viewing. First of all, it's very hard because you send 150 mails on that. Maybe you get one reply. I got this reply, and it's been three months that I'm mailing everyone on that. And why are you having to leave your current place? The landlord increased the price to up to like How the, much? How much? What is the total for you a month? Was 1,250 for a bedroom? For a bedroom here in Smithfield, 1,250 for a bed. The landlord obliged us to pay on cash only, all of us. And how many people are in that accommodation? On, the, on this accommodation yeah. was four girls. Almost 5,000 euro cash every month. Cash. Left in an envelope. No, he would come here and peek and count in front of you. What are you going to do? Are you going to try moving with a friend? At the moment, guess what? I am in my friend's sofa. I am having to make a huge commute to work. So I reached out all my friends. They are all packed full, sharing with other people. So this friend offered me the sofa. So I'm in her sofa, commuting to Dublin just to work. Joanne from Brazil, desperately trying to find a place of her own there in Dublin. Josh, what are these people meant to, to do? If, if they don't succeed in the queue, where do they go next? Well, that's a question a lot have been asking, Anton. Like, what are people meant to do? So I've been onto Threshold, the housing charity. I know you were speaking with them as well on your own show over the weekend. But Threshold told me that this month alone, it is dealing with 479 cases of people who have been given a termination to their lease. And that's only the people who have contacted Threshold. So in total, it has 1,794 cases of people on its system 
who have been given a tenancy termination. But Anton, you'll have many, many more who are in various situations. Maybe it's not possible for them to get in touch with a charity. Their situation is so precarious or maybe there are people who don't want to contact a charity for whatever reason. I, I know at the house viewings I was at, there were people who didn't want to talk to me and that is understandable. They're going through a painful, painful exercise and having to talk to me is probably the last thing on their minds. There, there might even be a sense of embarrassment about it all. But look, to get a few tips and advice on what people can do to try and give them some head start in this race, I spoke with Carlo O'Reilly, who's a property manager at Brock Delap Estate Agents. Well, it's pretty bad, pretty grim. Um, it doesn't seem to be any you know, I suppose new light shining on properties for people to rent. I probably have not seen it. I I actually have never seen it this bad. And I'm working 16 years in the rental business. So people are really frustrated. There doesn't seem to be any properties. There's lines of people every single day looking for, for places. You know, you can see it on television. You can read about it in the papers. And it really is a kind of a crisis out there at the moment. And then as people that arrive, they're eager to be the first ones in. And I suppose there's a sense of desperation off it. Yeah, like, that's the unfortunate thing about it. Like, you can't invite everybody to a viewing. You can invite 100 people. You know, they wouldn't be able to see it. We wouldn't be able to get out. And it's intimidating for people to go and see properties so we always try and make sure that and for safety reasons there's just a limited number of people that we can show what advice would you have for people out there now listening today who are on the the hunt for a new place I would say pray, um, you know, for sure. But, you know, go to the viewings. Persistent at the moment is the key. If you can have everything in order after the viewing, make up your mind pretty quick. Unfortunately, at the moment, tenants only have literally a couple of minutes to have a look at a property. If they decide quickly, generally, you know, get all the references together and then just keep going to viewings and then hopefully it will unlock. Carl O'Reilly from Brock de Lapp Estate Agents there. So Carl said that he has never seen the situation this bad, Josh. One assumes it's likely to get worse. Well, this is it. So figures from the Residential Tenancies Board showed that in the months leading up to the eviction ban coming into force, there were 4,741 notices of termination. So you can only assume the vast majority of these will be properties with more than one person living in them, a good chunk of them anyway. So if you were to just double it and say there were two people living in a place that got a notice to quit, you're talking about almost 10,000 people out looking for somewhere to live. Now, on a county-by-county basis, Dublin would account for a lot of these evictions with 1,839 of the notices to the RTB then you have Cork with 500 and Galway with 286 the counties with the fewest of these notices of termination would be Monaghan Leitrim and Cavan but look there's a lot of uncertainty out there I've heard of some staff of multinational companies staying in short term lettings or even hotels then we know about the pressures in the hotel sector at the moment with the tourism season fast approaching there's going to be even more demand for whatever accommodation is left out there now the government has pledged to put in place extra measures to try and combat the number of households at risk of homelessness but here's another clip of different voices from various viewings. First you'll hear from a couple who've been asked to move on from where they are and also a woman who's just arrived in Ireland from Brazil. I actually found that at a lot of the viewings, I was in Blanchestown, I was in Finglas, Chapel is and Stony Batter and a lot of the people who are viewing the properties are from abroad. These two guys say time is running out. We're sending emails every night and we're only getting about one or two replies a week. And how um, many emails would you be sending? Sending about maybe... 30 to 40 each? Yeah. Even if they get back to us it's still like very expensive it's going to be like almost 2,000 for an apartment yeah. so out of 40 emails you might get one reply yeah, yeah. 
And we're here now at a house viewing. There's a queue of people waiting to go in. Is this what you expected once you got the news that you had to find a new place? We didn't expect it to be like this. Yeah. And what are the reasons for having to find a new home? So basically my landlady just says that she needs a home back because her children and nieces and nephews are moving up to Dublin and they can't find anywhere to live. And this news just came in the last few weeks? She mentioned it to us like a few months ago. We didn't really start looking for it. It's just that it's coming up, we're going to be evicted in two months, so we really have to start working on it. In fairness, we have an appliance since yeah, end of like, January, February. It's just like no one's getting back, like that's the issue, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and like time is running out. We have to move out by the end of May, so like we need to get a place At this anywhere. At point, we, we don't even care yeah. where we live as long as we can get a roof over our heads. Looking around, what could make life easier for you? People could get back, that would be great. Like we're a couple and we apply the whole time and we apply as a couple because obviously we're not going to apply for singles but they always say no couples no couples why is that like as long as we pay our rent like yeah. there should be no problem like yeah it's been extremely hard especially because we have a pet most houses don't allow pets around here everything is super expensive and not everything is in great condition either <laughs> and were you aware of the housing situation in ireland had friends or family told you yeah we were aware before we moved in actually we looked for places to rent before we even arrived but since we didn't have an irish number or anything else we couldn't go anywhere further with it and what are you having to do now are you just staying with friends or are you staying we are staying at an airbnb okay but that can't go on forever with the expense no, yeah it's really expensive Some of the voices there of the many, many people struggling to find accommodation now that the eviction ban has been lifted. Speaking to our reporter, Josh Crosby, on the streets of Dublin and a lot of frustrated people WhatsApping to 087-1400-106. Like, for instance, could they not have compromised and kept the eviction ban in place for landlords with two properties or more? That would mean that small or accidental landlords can get out of the market, but professional landlords keep the tenants they currently have. They didn't even try to look for alternatives. That's the frustrating part of this government. Zero outside the box thinking or future planning. Well, as I say, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can WhatsApp us 087 1400 106.